0: central florida i am your host steve elkins and this is off the beaten path today's date is april 23rd 2023 it's been a full week of news and sound bites and news that is being passed off as real news much of which i would call the fake news the time to be vocal is now people silence is implied consent please visit the rbn website for great resource articles for provocative insight and share what you have learned that goes to republicbroadcasting.org. My email address is off the thebeatenpasssteve at gmail.com. Our phone call and number is 512-248-8252. That's 512-248-8252. Got some great news to share with you this afternoon. I just found out uh, through email that Harley Schlanger will be rejoining RBN on a Q month visit uh, on Mondays, always on Monday for the first hour. And I'm looking very uh, forward, much forward to uh, bringing back Harley Schlanger and doing a one-on-one with him in that first hour. And I'm doing the hookup. It looks like it's going to be May 1st when Harley returns. I am looking so forward to getting that bird's eye perspective, that bird's eye view of what's going on in Europe. I mean, we hear a lot of different things. Uh, I go to a lot of different sources, Real American News. news. Uh, I might go to RT News, many different uh, outlets to get what's going on. But uh, now we have Harley Schlanger right there in the thick of it. Who's going to be coming on once a month on Monday nights for the first hour to talk about what's going on in Europe. And uh, I'm looking very forward to that. Uh, some other news. Uh, Ron McDonald will not be joining us in hour two tomorrow on Mondays. Had some family stuff going on. And he will return on the following Monday. So looking forward to getting Ron back in the chair in the second hour, starting next week. Not this Monday, but he'll be off this Monday, but back next week. Well, let's uh, let's do this. (laughs) Let's get to work here. I want to start the show off uh, with talking about America's moral compass. America's moral compass here has always come to me from the Bible. I'm not uh, one of these people that runs to the church and every Sunday. I I, just, I never grew up going to church. Uh, I started going to church in high school. That's because I met a girl. And, of course, the only way I could see her on a Sunday was to go to church. But I did listen to what was going on at church. Uh, I paid attention. And uh, I read the Bible a little bit here. didn't quite understand everything. It's all new to me. But uh, I did attend. And then the bottom line was, uh, was just practice what you preach and be a good person. Uh, you know, the rest of it will come to you. It's It takes a while to figure out everything here. But as a teenager, I was a typical teenager. But uh, tonight's show, uh, starting off with America's moral compass, as always to me come from the Bible, or correct moral and ethical teaching from our parents. That's pretty much true. Going to church doesn't equate to being a good Christian. Practicing Christianity does meaning that you are, you're listening and, and trying to be the best you possibly can be as a person. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. It's what we know as the golden rule. In other words, saying the same as in Luke six thirty one. While looking look around here, violence is growing in our large democratic-governed cities. That's no surprise, uh, defunding the police. Minority-governed cities – the biggest issues. All these governed cities by Democrats, these major minority cities are erupting in violence. We see it all the time. We saw it the summer of fire, the summer of burn, baby, burn. And uh, it's starting up again. And we all are heading into summer here pretty soon. Before again, I, I just assume we're going to have another summer of burn, baby, burn. But uh, it doesn't help when you have these these uh, governed cities by Democrats, these Democrat governed cities that are decriminalizing, stealing, looting, uh, less than $950. Anything over that is a felony, but less than $950. And uh, no, there's no, it's been decriminalized. As if uh, looters and thieves are walking around with calculators and said, I've totaled everything up, tax included, and I'm just under the radar here of 950 I can walk out with this, uh, this merchandise free, no charges, nothing can be done to me. And uh, what's... Uh, It has me thinking this week was, when I was driving around town, I often get my ideas when I'm driving around and looking around and watching people, is this uh, what's been thrown at us lately here with the gender confusion and the transgender agenda of Bush beer, which is, by the way, backlashing a big time. This Dylan Mulvaney here is quite the embarrassment. Uh, they've destroyed their label, it's not going to come back. And I've told people, you know, we have the power of the boycott, and you should use that. You should use that all the way in full enforcement. And uh, don't return after they finally wise up and say, we made a mistake and we're sorry. You know, it's kind of like those people behind the COVID scamdemic, pandemic of, we want amnesty. Would you give us amnesty? No, no, hell no. Hell no, we're not giving you amnesty. We're coming after you. So the same way in this situation here. Um, no, I don't drink their beer. It's cheap, cheap beer. I drink quality beer if I'm going to drink a beer. And it's not their little horse, horse water there. It's not going to be that, uh, not touching it. But don't come back. Just simply don't come back. Uh, then the lesson is learned. There'll be a good example. The death of Bush Beer. And other woke companies, I'm talking about Nike, I'm talking about Hershey's, uh, a lot of companies who have gone woke. Now Walgreens is going woke. You know, when there's a death of an industry or death of a company, it sends a message to others, don't do this. So there'll be a good example on the death toll here of what not to do to be successful. And uh, there'll be a great uh, example for business and things not to do. So let them die. Let them die. Grape on the vine. Let it die. Let it dry up. It's gone. It's over. And uh, other industries won't make the same mistake. These these knuckleheads did. So we have this problem with gender confusion. Uh, they don't know what is a boy and what is a girl. I don't know. I just don't know. I'm confused. But wait. But wait. Wait a minute here. There are people out there that know what is best for me, pushing me to make a change in my gender makeup, we got a whole bunch of confused kids out there that don't, they just don't know what they really are. Well, don't look too far because uh, the government's got all kinds of agencies out there in your bureaucracy here to what to tell you what you should be thinking and how you what you should be doing for changes for your body. And uh, you know, forget mom and dad. You don't need their consent anymore. We, we're taking care of all this stuff. So you got kids who are confused on what's a boy, what's a girl. So if you're confused on that, it's quite uh, – understanding why you might be confused on what's right and what's wrong in this world. What's right and what's wrong? I don't know. I I just don't know. Well, you don't have that moral compass anymore. You don't have that uh, Bible teaching, and maybe you have bad parenting. I don't know. But there's a group of individuals out there, and it's a growing number of young people that simply don't know what's right and wrong anymore. Now, I'm going to go to the recently— the recent uh, thing that happened here in Compton, California, outside of L.A., where an Arco gas station was looted, and then people pulling their cameras out and, and taking this all in real time here. Watch this. This is awesome. 100-plus people break in the door of the Arco station. Filling station, busting in the windows, reaching in, getting in, stealing everything you can possibly get your hands on. And no, they weren't hungry. They weren't starving. They weren't taking food. They were taking everything but food. And it was all caught on camera. We saw it all, and not a damn thing could happen. They're calling these uh, flash mob lootings. They're calling it street takeover. And then we're going to see a lot more of this stuff because they figured out a plan of how to steal and get away with it. Not only do you have this knucklehead in California, this Gavin Newsom here, this idiot that has decided to decriminalize stealing, less than $950, is not a crime. They understand also with the defunding of law enforcement that there's nothing much can happen here. We we don't have as many in blue as we used to. Now that rhymed, didn't it? So we got got this, this issue here if not a whole lot of law enforcement. And once you do call in law enforcement, they're going to be there, what, 30 minutes, 40 minutes possibly? I mean, they they structure these lootings. That, that it's, like, it's like a criminal activity of planning out around a city here, and they can do this pretty simple by cell phone technology. Simply one, two, three, we all hit th- these stores and overwhelm the 911 system here that there's not a damn thing they can do. And they don't know. They're, the police are running around circles here. They don't know which one to go to here. We got several flash mob lootings here. And uh, that's that's going to be something very common now. You're going to see a lot more of these, these uh, flash mob lootings in California, in Portland, Seattle. All these Democrat-governed cities are going to be having this issue, plus the burn-baby-burn burn situation here. This is this is just starting here. This is just now heating up. They don't care about the rule of law. They don't care about right or wrong. Like I said, they know about the defunding of the police, and they've got them big time. Nothing much they can do about it. So the future. Let's talk about the future. The government has been waging a war, a silent war, on Christianity for a long time now, long time. We go back years and years, and we first remember how people in retail were told not to say Merry Christmas, as if it was a crime. Instructing their employees not to say Merry Christmas, because why? That's too religious, it's very offensive, and we don't want to go there. We want to make it generic as possible. Christmas is generic. Uh, You may say, Happy Holidays. You can't say Merry Christmas. I don't know if anybody ever got fired for actually saying Merry Christmas to a customer, but... It's possible. It's very possible that actually happened. Teens are being taught that churches are buildings that bring in haters. I have actually seen these uh, these results of questioning Q and A sessions with teenagers about that building there. Well, that's a that's a building where people come and uh, come together, and they're haters. They hate homosexuals. They hate people that are different. Uh, they are people that look down on other people for their lifestyles. The church is the Sunday meeting place for bigots and haters, people who wish to come after you and punish you. Well, that's so far from the truth. That's a fact. I never heard once a preacher ever condemn those who had a different alternative lifestyle. Never seen it. I still remember, love the sinner, hate the sin. How many times have we heard that? That's not actually in the Bible, per se, by saying it this way, love the hater, love the sinner, hate the sin. Uh, but it is in concept in biblical scripture here in Jude one twenty two twenty three. 22, 23. Uh, I'll get to my other notes here. And then you have uh, actually what it says, And have mercy on those who doubt, save others by snatching them out of the fire. to others show mercy with fear, hating even the, the garment stained by the flesh? This verse tells us to extend mercy and compassion for people and hate for the sin. In America today, we have lawlessness, lawlessness. People attending church, especially young people, uh, are less. They're, the numbers are going down and down and down. I had a, 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 a little conversation with a young woman the other day, and uh She said, uh, my kids don't want to go anymore. They just don't want to go. They used to go all the time. It seemed to be very, very beneficial. And somewhere along the way, whether it's peer group pressure or whatever, something happened and the kids said, no, I'm not going anymore. They crossed their arms and said, I'm not going. You want to go? You go. I'm not going anymore. A little bit of a rebellion here going on with the teenagers against their parents. I'm not going anymore. I guess you can't force somebody to go. I mean, if you did, I guess Child Protective Services would be coming after you calling you a, a Bible thumper, uh, whatever, and, uh, you know, trying to take your kids away from you. But the whole war on Christianity has been coming for some time here. And uh, it's it's coming back again. It's It's been for a long time. That big church is a meeting place for people who hate. Well, let's say this here. The First Amendment... And The Second Amendment are tied together here i 'm talking about your rights of free speech and your rights also to bear arms against whatever you think you need to uh, you know your your castle, the castle law, or you protect your castle. It actually was constructed actually because of tyranny, uh, the threat of government tyranny that you want to protect yourself from government tyranny, but nobody really talks about that too much. They actually believe that their government means the best for them, and of course. <laughs> I don't believe our government is a government. Uh, I believe our government is acting more as an empire by mandates and dictating this and that and uh, acting more as a police state than a government who cares about its people. So with the lawlessness we have going on here and less people attending church, especially the young people and the defunding of the police record. Firearms purchases in the last, uh, last couple of years, especially since the beginning of COVID pandemic, we are seeing record, record purchases of firearms, <clears throat> which is very interesting. Looking around at the violence that it continues to increase around us is that people have finally woken up to understanding that if I don't have law enforcement to arrive in a decent amount of time here on behalf of my safety or if a crime is being committed to stop it in progress – that I must take action myself. So your second amendment is so, so important right now. And uh, we are seeing a movement, a growing movement. We see this all the time with every shooting. there's There's always a, we must have new legislation for guns to take the guns away. They're never talking about the person themselves, maybe the mental illness issue we have in this country, which is growing by the way, and is also very much associated with the COVID pandemic. Well, that's what happens when you lock people down. You ruin their livelihoods. You shut your businesses down. You make them go bankrupt. And, uh, yeah, that can make people depressed and probably uh, suicide rates would go up. And kids love to be with other kids and communicate, and you take that away from them. And then maybe there's a cyberbullying, all that other stuff that adds into the teen suicide. But these are things that are, are growing. Um uh, and we must also understand with the violence growing, that we must also take precaution and uh, protect ourselves and our families and our property. Property, protect your property, the castle law, the castle doctrine, protect your property. So I'm not going to tell you here to rush right out and go you know go to the gun store and start loading up on firearms and everything. I mean you know what's right and what's wrong here. You're a good listening and you understand it, you get it. Uh, but don't get caught on guard. Okay, let me just say it that way. Don't get caught on guard. Do what you have to do. Be prepared. I talked about preparedness in many other ways with food. That would also include firearm protection and also having enough ammunition to protect yourself. Think about it. Um, If you haven't started, start thinking in those those areas right now to protect yourself. And also, of course, stock up on the food you're going to need because they're taking it away. They're taking it away, more protein disappearing, more protein disappearing. I was just talking to my wife today that now they want to talk about taking away vitamins. Why would they do that? Well, it's, it's competition. They don't want you keeping healthy. They don't want you staying healthy. They don't want you eating healthy. They want to control your bodies and the pharmaceutical approach of we have the answer to all your ailments and all your problems. You don't want to take care of yourself. You want to go to the pharmaceutical and use their products. So um, stock up on what you can on vitamins. I, I don't know when that's going to happen, but I know there's a movement to start going after the vitamin people. I assume they're going to try to use the BS excuse to say that there's uh, interaction issues of medications with vitamins that either potentiates the medication or basically nullifies the medication. Uh, my guess is that's the lie they're going to throw at you. Some of that could be true. I've talked about uh, anticoagulation therapy and garlic and stuff like that. That actually does kind of mess with your coagulation studies. But we tell people that. I tell people that all the time. Well, are, do you take garlic supplements? Oh, oh yeah. Well, when you're taking now you're taking a blood thinner here, and yet you don't want to take a lot of garlic in because you're, now your, your coags are going to get screwed up, and we're going to have a difficult time to dose you on your blood thinner here. So, you know, you got to restrict some things. And that also would be the leafy greens, and vitamin K for anticoagulation studies. So they're going to try to throw that at you, the lie of that medications, these vitamins, somehow they nullify or potentiate all these medications. So we must take them away. Not just a couple. We're just going to generalize. And we're going to take them all away. And that's what they're going to do. Well, Geez, They see. They're taking away our protein. They're taking away our vegetation, our agriculture, our milk, our cheese. Cows are dying in the heat for some reason, 10,000 in Kansas. They blew up a dairy farm in uh, Texas, what, two weeks ago here, 18,000 to 20,000 dead dairy cows. So our milk is going to disappear, our yogurt, our butter, our cheese. Wow. Can you take any more protein away from us? definitely they're coming after a protein to damage your immune system and then they're going to come after your vitamin supply. Stock up, people. Short commercial break. We'll be right back.
1: Time since its inception, RBN is offering a
0: limited opportunity to you, the listener, to join our quest. You will be provided an effective platform on both internet and satellite broadcasting, and also gain the opportunity to both share your
2: creativity with our producers and voice your message with thousands of patriots. Interested? Call 800 724 2719 Extension 3 for details.
3: A class action lawsuit over censorship has been filed. I'm Peter Seraphine with another Liberty Minute. I carry a gun to protect those around me. I'm a member of Right to Bear to protect my legal rights. Use code Lighthouse at protectwithbear.com for affordable carry insurance. Children's Health Defense has filed a lawsuit against resident Biden and several top offices over government pressuring social media companies to censor users. The First Amendment is clear. The government cannot stifle speech. Asking a third party, like a social media company, to censor is still a violation of our rights. No matter who is actually doing the censoring, if it's being directed by the government, then it is a violation of First Amendment-protected speech. Any government who silences anyone who questions their authority is tyrannical and authoritarian. My question is, Why did it take so long to file this lawsuit? The White House admitted that they were doing this two years ago. Find more news and commentary at liberty-lighthouse.com. Until next time, see this Pashem Parabellum.
0: what's right and what's wrong. Well, maybe it's the influencers. Maybe it's uh maybe it's Hollywood. Maybe it's the movies. Maybe it's the TV crime stories. Maybe it's the newspapers. Maybe it's the news agencies themselves that glorify violence for entertainment. Uh, yes, 24, seven, 24, sevens. Those influencers have this population to mold and to desensitize. No doubt about it. I've, I've, the last couple of years, I've seen things and heard things that I didn't think were possible. I did not think were possible. Evil is all around us. It is growing. It is festering like a cancer. It's all around us out there, and we are definitely on, I have to be on our toes here. We are fighting a battle against evil each and every day. We see it, we live it, and sometimes we are victim to it. Please listen to what I'm saying here. Be able to take care of your needs, your safety needs. Preparation. Don't be caught out in left field without a glove and a pop fly ball is coming your way. All right? Be prepared. Better be prepared than say, well, oh, maybe it'll happen, maybe it won't happen. It's best to be prepared because when you say, oh, maybe something won't happen, it will happen. I guarantee you, you're going to wish, oh, jeez, I wish I'd done this. I wish I'd done that. Be prepared. All right. Let's move on to something else last night. I, some, I don't get to watch a lot of TV uh, movies. Uh, occasionally, I'll watch one. Uh last night. We kind of said, it's movie night. Let's watch a movie. I think it was on Turner Classic Movies. Uncut which is nice because uh, I know some people say, oh, the language, the language. You have children. Your kids have heard a lot worse. Trust me on this here. Going to regular public school, they've heard a lot worse than what's said in the movies here. But uh, I had a chance last night to watch all the President's Men on Turner Classic Movies, the 1976 movie with Robert Redford, Dustin Hoffman. Robert Redford playing Bob Woodward and Dustin Hoffman playing Carl Bernstein. And, of course, Deep Throat played by Jason Robards, a fine movie, fine movie, uh, discussing the botched 1972 burglary of the Democratic Party headquarters at the Watergate apartment complex. Um, If you haven't seen it in a while, watch it again. It's interesting because now we kind of have this situation here. Well, we had a problem again with a young 21-year-old man who decided to do the right thing and tell us about what's going on at the Pentagon in regards to the Ukraine war, Russian war here. So this uh, 1972 Washington Post, which is interesting, uh, there's a lot. Washington Post evidently had a much better reputation back in the day and also the New York Times of getting the story, validating the info, revealing the truth, no bias and protecting real, real sources, not resources, not uh, not anonymous. You know, anonymous, we have anonymous sources. Well, who are they? Well, they're anonymous. Uh, that's the BS code of they really don't have anything, but they use it as protection for the uh, the rights as far as protection for uh, the media here. And uh, it doesn't exist. But these evidently, you know, they had real, real sources of information really was going on about this botched 1917 burglary, uh, they had real sources. They had real information here. And uh, today, uh, you know, we target the whistleblower. We should be celebrating the whistleblower. But now we have this young guy named Jack, I don't know how to pronounce it, Texiera, an Airman Basic, Airman Basic. And evidently, he's uh, spilled the beans. He got a hold of some sensitive, classified, secret documents from the Pentagon and had decided to post them, take pictures, and then walk out with them, and then post them online. What I found rather interesting with Jack Texieri here is pictures of him they're showing right now. He's an Airman Basic. Okay, I don't know if you understand that. That's a note striper. That means a guy who's just brand new in the military, no real experience. I mean, as far as military experience, he's brand new. He, is, he has no stripes yet. You know, it goes from E1 to E9. By the way, E9 would be a chief master sergeant. Takes a lot of years to get to be a chief master sergeant. Actually, a chief master sergeant is probably more respected than uh, it's definitely more respected than your cap, your captains. I'd say he's probably on the same level as a Fulberg colonel, as far as the enlistment goes. As a matter of fact, if you ever have dealt in the military with the chief master sergeant, and I have. Chief Master Sergeant Swackhammer back in Altus Air Force Base in Oklahoma. Here, a great guy. I, I love this guy. Really in command of his of his unit, and uh, you could go to him. He was just a nice guy, and uh, he, he would look out after you, watch your back. But uh, if you called him sir, out of respect, he'd, he'd he'd stop you and say, "Hey, hey, don't call me sir. I work for a living." Officers always demanded you call them sir, but. Um, that was always the fun part about Chief Swackhammer, that he would, he would correct you. and said, don't call me, sir. I work for a living. They didn't really care too much for the officers around them, and and for good reason. I met a lot of lousy officers in the military who got in there probably under the diversity uh, affirmative action, uh, had no business of being in the military in command, but they had a little bit of college and everything, and got through got into college probably through diversity and affirmative action also, and got the degree handed to them. So now they're a step or two ahead of an enlisted person. So I think that's probably where the the disrespect came from, the higher-ranking enlisted officers towards those uh, those young officers in the military. We'll get more to that here in a little bit here, but I want to talk more about uh, the movie last night. It was very interesting. I think it has some some bearing on what's going on now with this Jack Tixie era. This 21 year old, that's uh, he's probably gonna go away for a while. Man we'll be right back.
2: What the music does for me, talking drunk and fingers strung, where they've been and where they're from. Light the fire, bring a smile, sing some more time, melodies happy days and holidays, late night movies. are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org.
4: Einstein once said, future medicine will be the medicine of frequencies. What did he know? Imagine you hear ocean waves caressing a beach, or a favorite song from the past, or the trickle of the babbling brook. All of these are sound frequencies that positively affect us. Terahertz is a soothing, healing frequency that has been proven to resonate at the same frequency as healthy cells. It penetrates the body and stimulates new healthy cell growth. Want to diminish muscle aches, joint pains, and experience a greater sense of well-being? Tired of spending money on short-term remedies that never seem to work? Soothing, healing, relaxing terahertz frequency is now available and as handy as flipping a switch. Terahertz technology is changing the course of what we were taught about how to maintain our health and well-being. To read more about this amazing breakthrough and to order your Terahertz frequency want, go to naturalearthmedicine.com. That's naturalearthmedicine.com.
1: My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee. And I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee. And after traveling so much to Europe, South America, in You have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10.
0: This has been again a 1976 movie here with Robert Redford and Dustin Hoffman. Some things I did learn, I, I like I said, I hadn't I uh, had to refresh myself on the information of this case here. Uh, but five were caught in the break in at the DNC here, the, the headquarters at the Watergate Motel here. What I found interesting were that they were Cuban ties often and CIA ties, which does not surprise me here. Something very interesting, the security guard, Frank Willis, a young man here in his 20s at the time, I think, had actually stumbled upon the burglary here with the tape, actually, the back door or something with uh, the the lock hinge itself here or something. Something didn't look right. He called for backup. And the next thing, they had a major, major scandal going on here, the the break-in at the Watergate Motel. Five people were caught. I did a little background on everybody that was caught. Again, like I said, Cuban ties or CIA ties. question always was asked, did Nixon order it? Did Nixon know about it? And to my understanding, he never did. Uh, he won by a landslide. And uh, so I'm not sure why he felt why he would do that. Um, so I don't know. Well, well, I guess we'll never know. That's been taken to the grave. Did Nixon really order it? Did he know about it? I don't know. But the names that did pop up up were G. Gordon Liddy and, of course, John Mitchell. We remember these names very well. Liddy's gone now. Mitchell's still alive. Actually, he's 92, and he's dying of some kind of terminal cancer. Liddy receiving 20 years sentence for the break-in, organizing the break-in. He got 20 years, but he only got four years uh, brought down and uh, 19 months was for John Mitchell. Interesting stuff there. I'm going to lead that into something else, the whistleblower for the Pentagon Papers. Uh, and I want to tie this in with this new Airman Basic here, this Reserve Air National Guard Jack Texiera. Uh, but I'm factoring in here the whistleblower Jan Ellsbury, Daniel Ellsbury, for the 1971 release of the Pentagon Papers, a top secret Pentagon study of the U.S. government decision in making uh, the relationship in the Vietnam War here, what was really going on in the Vietnam War. Of course, we know they were losing terribly. They were losing in Vietnam. LBJ was trying to cover this up here, and they wanted to continue on with the Vietnam War. These papers were released. It, It proved that Uh, The mainstream media wasn't part of this one here, as if right now they are very much complicit and conspiring with the government here. Uh, Operation Mockingbird, but a willing mockingbird here. But uh, releasing the Pentagon Papers to the Washington Post and New York Times Times and others by Daniel Ellsbury, a hero, a true hero. He saved lives. He embarrassed the hell out of Washington He was charged under the 1917 Espionage Act of 1917, and uh, along with theft and conspiracy, he was given a maximum sentence, well, a possible maximum sentence, as if anybody could live this long, of 115 years. Uh, You're not getting out, basically, when they give you a sentence like that. He was represented evidently by two very sharp, cunning lawyers, Leonard Boyden and Charles Nelson, with great vigor. Now, these are true, true attorneys, I guess. And uh, Judge William Marlowe Byrne Jr. dismissed all charges against Daniel Ellsbury in May of 1973 here. He saved American lives. He saved lives of Vietnamese, a hero to tell us all the truth, and... uh now you look at what's going on here with this other whistleblower. Now, we've had whistleblowers in the past. I'm looking at my wall of fame here, and I see Edward Snowden, I see Julian Assange, I see Bradley Manning, not Chelsea Manning, he's, a, he's Bradley in this picture here. And we've had whistleblowers in the past, and uh, there's been a change of heart from the government to uh To really go after the whistleblower, especially when it shames them so greatly, it shames them. They don't want to answer the charges. They just want to go after the whistleblower themselves. Well, you got caught. Pentagon, you got caught. We got boots on the ground in Ukraine. They're mercenaries. They're not advisors. They're not accountants making sure that the equipment is going in the right places. These are actual soldiers special ops and mercenaries there fighting the russians you've been lied to again jeez we keep getting lied to we get lied to by covid we get lied to by the economy the state of the economy we get lied to on everything you can think of anything coming out of government's mouth is a lie and here's just another lie that's exposed by a young 21 year old airman basic reserve air national guard here but i look at the picture of this young man and this is the only picture they show you, which is interesting because he is an airman basic. He is a no striper. He should have no authority, no security clearance whatsoever as an airman basic, and somehow, somehow, some way, an airman basic with no stripes is able to have access, and he was given a security clearance and given information that is supposed to be confidential and secret. Now, how does this happen? I guarantee you the chief master sergeant doesn't have the access to the information this airman basic has. Makes no sense to me whatsoever. Maybe that's why the military is failing. It's failing in structure. You don't reward an airman basic with this kind of responsibility. Well, evidently, that's the new way since 9-11. The Pentagon has decided to give youth a break in surveillance and technology re- relating to their information gathering and storing information to very young people and with low priority and low ranking. Makes no sense. A lot of these people under age 25 have the ability to tie into the Pentagon and get this information and are able to process it and store it wherever they want to do with it. This is an ongoing problem, evidently, and it uh, makes no sense to me. I thought the guys in the Pentagon were the smartest guys in the room, right? I thought they were the smartest guys in the room, the planners of what happens next. Uh, very good, everybody not very good at what they do. So we have this airman basic evidently that has all this authorization to, to get all this information and post it out there. Uh, he is going to be crucified. He's going to be crucified. Uh, it's too bad. um, because again, a whistleblower that told us the truth of where really what's going on, the mindset, the thinking in Washington, the mindset, the thinking what's going on at the Pentagon, this guy told the truth. He, he, told the truth and now he's going to go to prison forever probably amazing amazing you're told to do the right thing you do the right thing and you're punished now for doing the right thing i i I don't quite get it it's um he made the right choice unfortunately he will pay the ultimate consequence and uh i i don't know if i guess if we had a real uh, well, first of all, we had transparency and honesty in our own government. Then this would never happen. But we have a government that is in the business of deceiving us each and every day, each and every day to deceive us. And they're not going to give up on that. Again, the E, the uh, Aaron Basic that has all the security clearance to get all this information, and put it out there. I do believe he's a patsy. I do believe there's many people involved in this. It's it's unlikely that one person, especially an Aaron Basic, would have this ability to get all this information. I think he's a patsy. You know, in the government here, when they decide to make an example of somebody, and let's say there's a whole line of people that are all involved, and you talk about a real conspiracy. As You know, the definition of conspiracy is two or more that conspire to deceive or defraud for personal gain. But well, you've got a lot of people. That's a lot of people to throw in the pan to fry. You just need one fish to throw in that pan. Really, one fish actually fits in the pan. So we're going to fry one person. We're going to fry this low-level, nothing, 21-year-old kid. He'll fit in the pan just fine. We'll fry him. We'll send a message to others. Uh, don't ever think about um, telling the truth on what you discover, the lies that this government tells Don't do that ever again, or you'll end up like this kid here, and that's really sad. So I may have to make more room on my wall here for... I'll have to move my inverted flag over a smidgen and put a small picture here of Jack Texierra as he is another one that deserves to be on my wall of fame here. He did the right thing. Let's uh, let's talk about... uh, Let's talk about some economic issues here. Let's talk about some banking issues here. We, we know a lot of stuff's going on here. Of course, the banking collapse is going to happen at some point in time to push the digital currency. Uh, we have a great opportunity for a great reset here. Uh, COVID has brought us all these things. And uh, the devaluation of the dollar and our economy, all tied into excess excess money circulating out there and devaluation of the dollar. At some point in time, the dam is going to break. This thing is going to unleash. You have a couple banks here that go under. And sooner or later, as a wildfire catches the forest on fire and just progresses and keeps taking out more forest, the banking system is going to be the same way. You'll have key banks that will go under, and uh, the smaller banks under them will all start going folding also. So... Don't be surprised here, but it's interesting that Bank of America has positioned itself for the great collapse and that it has taken on a position. It's positioning itself for a banking collapse here. Mortgage mortgage delinquency defaults are expected. Auto loans are defaults are expected here. Credit card defaults are expected here. About a year ago, Bank of America set aside fifty million dollars economy was better, I guess, you know, a year ago, but as it progressed on and COVID took its toll and the businesses were closing and everything seems to be going south here, the banking industries, the, the big ones here, had decided, well, you know, we better set ourselves up because people out of work are not going to be able to pay for their mortgage, their cars, their loans, their credit cards. We're going to have to set up a fund over here on the side here to take care of all those defaults. Well, that was a year ago, a year ago, 50 million dollars. Do you know what they've actually put up on the side now and they're positioning for the great the great collapse here're coming up? They actually put aside 934 million dollars, nearly one billion dollars has been set aside for the pending collapse. And uh, Bank of America is is expecting it's going to happen uh, these guys know. They don't put that kind of money up for something they think, well, it's just a rumor, and it might happen, it might happen. They know it's coming. They know it's coming. They've put aside $934 million, nearly a billion dollars aside, waiting for those defaults to to pile up on them. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's all by design. And the solution then will be what? Did you say it? a central bank digital currency. Did I hear you say that? Yeah, that's exactly what's going to happen. You're looking at the Great Reset being a central bank digital currency. So the central banking cartels that got us into all this mess here, getting all that free money that government prints up here and uh, loaning out at interest, high interest, The, the people that got us into this mess are going to be rewarded again for a digital currency now can to control the digital currency. Amazing. Rewarding incompetence. You do you a lousy job and you get a, you get a pay raise, you get, a, you get more power. That's government. That's why when I, I remember as, a, as a little kid, 10 years old, sitting at my kitchen table with my family eating dinner, my dad would talk politics quite a bit. He'd talk about another government and program here they got their hands on this they got their hands on this he'd say anything the government touches turns to shit it's true everything they touch turns to shit fact fact they're not transparent they're never accountable for what they do and they just seem to move on to the next project here the next liberal project to waste more of your money taxpayer dollars and they're never held accountable for the mistakes they make they're never held accountable for the mistakes they make so this will be interesting this uh, Bank of America by the way they're letting letting go 4000 of their personnel that's not big cuz they got a lot more people than that they, they got probably 50,000 people I guess in Bank of America probably around I'm not sure of the total but they're letting 4000 people go right away so it it'll happen more people will be leaving um here's a little comedian news here it's you, you'll laugh about uh, I I can't stand her She's not funny. Libtard, not funny comedian, annoying comedian. Kathy Griffin is now in the news again. Um, She can't get in the news any other way other than the negative because she's not funny. Nobody will hire her anymore for stand up comedians. Blaming Donald Trump for her lost career after she was uh, holding a bloody head, severed head of Donald Trump, now claims to have severe post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, a liberals, again, liberals never accept responsibility. They're like children. They must blame others. Again, she's lost her career. Good. Good. You deserved it. That's payback for being, uh, you know what? Don't feel sorry for you at all. Short commercial break. We'll come right back. Uh, more of uh, nonsense from Hollywood. Uh, Holly weird, I should call it, because that's exactly what we've got here. Holly weird. stay tuned
5: my baby she
2: look like those book. But she got something much greater. here at
6: Republic Broadcasting Network we have been building our online store while well, we have been focusing on bringing you the best talk show host in the country here at Republic Broadcasting Network, We also want our listeners to have products they can use every day and in times of emergency. We have added new products each week to our store. Your support of this network, plus products at the best prices, is a win-win situation. Check out our new store. Go to our website, republicbroadcasting.org, and click on the online store located at the top of our website. Together, we can continue to grow RBN and help our listeners prepare for the future. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on our online store or call us.
1: 800-724-2719, extension 3. 800-724-2719, extension 3.
4: Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs?
1: Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at republicbroadcasting.org and visit hemppaste.com slash
4: rbn.
5: I'm so excited to have you as part of the Wild Pastures family and we look forward to bringing you the pastures meats that you and your family love now we started wild pastures because so many of my clients would tell me they just couldn't find high quality pasture-raised meats and even when they did it was so expensive that they couldn't afford to eat it regularly now i'm not talking about the bottom of the barrel healthy meats that have claims like natural or free range or even cage-free terms that were actually created by the industrial food industry to make us feel all warm and fuzzy about buying the chicken industry. In fact, less than... 0.1% of the chicken consumed in the United States is truly pasture-raised in the way that ours is and our pork is 100% pasture-raised as well. So if you care about where your food comes from, then you've definitely made it to the right place. As a Wild Pastures member, you'll be supporting the most highly principled farmers in America and getting the most nutrient-dense, nourishing, and sustainable meats in the world. I'm confident you'll love being part of our mission at Wild Pastures and you will really love The delicious, nourishing meats that we're going to deliver straight to your door.
2: Visit republicbroadcasting.org and click the Wild Pastures banner ad. Secure a shipment today: beef, poultry, and pork raised the way nature intended.
0: pleasure tonight. My bumper music is Paul Brown and Friends. Uh, the name of the CD is uh, White Sands. It's a 2007 release. Find the CD. You'll like it if you want some relaxing, smooth jazz to kick back with at nighttime. Paul Brown and Friends, White Sam. Let's uh, let's go back to some comical news here. Like I said, Holly Weird, uh, Holly Weird, Hollywood. Nicholas Cage, the, the B actor, one of the relatives of the famous Coppola family here. And uh, saying that we need to stop eating meat and start eating bugs instead, uh, a true hypocrite. I'm sure uh, he's not following that advice. Um, meat for me and bugs for thee? I don't think so. But that's Hollywood uh, trying to pitch the agenda here as uh, Klaus Schwab and Bill Gates and his synthetic meats and his bugs and all these things we should be eating. And, of course, they would never, ever, ever think of eating bugs uh, who would attend their cocktail parties if uh, that's all they served? Uh, I'm sorry, uh, I'm going to have to cancel on your cocktail party. I am I really like hors d'oeuvres. I don't want to be served cockroaches and crickets and uh, mealworms. But a pass on your cocktail party. Uh, okay, yeah. No, these guys will have their cocktail parties and eat the real thing, the real meats, and you will be eating bugs. It's not going to happen. I, I don't think... Uh, I don't think Americans are going to fall for this one here. Uh, I mean, how many other things do you have to sacrifice here? Getting rid of our cows, getting rid of our pigs, getting rid of our chickens, and getting rid of all these things. And we're all just going to save the planet by eating bugs. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Sure. Uh, Donald Trump Jr. um, took me by surprise this week. Took me by surprise. But it's showing what a true politician he is, very similar to his father. Actually, all politicians, if you want to know who owns them, follow the money trail. Follow the money trail. Donald Trump Jr. here calls for an end to the Anheuser-Busch Bud Light boycott. Why would he do that? Why would he do that? That's going to have to upset the MAGA movement, the MAGA hat wearing people. It's going to have to upset them. They're conservatives. they They're not going for this. Dylan Mulvaney here on the on the beer mug here on the on the beer can, the bubble bath boy. They're not going for this. Why would Donald Trump Jr. do this? Well, it turns out Anheuser Busch is a huge campaign fundraiser or donor to the Republican Party or the Donald Trump camp here. So it all makes perfect sense that uh, well we want to get those donations back, and uh, so we're going to pull back a little bit here, and we think we should stop. Everyone should stop boycotting Anheuser-Busch. I disagree. Pour it down the drain. Do like the Boston Tea Party instead of dumping it in the bay. Here, just pour it down the drain. You know, I'll go out to your curb and start dumping beer from Anheuser-Busch down the drain. Second hour coming up. Stay tuned.
6: Casting Network.